What's up, guys? PB and J are back. I'm here with Brian and Patrick, and we've been talking about uh, buying comics and value of comics, um, you know, investing in comics. But we got to kind of talk about how to protect your comics now that you have them. Uh, you can't just throw them around in your room and stuff, and you know, after you paid you know two, three hundred, four hundred dollars for these things. Uh, and in our in our last issue, or not issue, but episode. Um, we were also throughout this word slabbing and slabbing is basically getting your comics graded and protecting them in a plastic case. But we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, we just want to kind of go over uh, how to protect your comics uh, once you got them. So, uh, Patrick, you've been uh, collecting for a long time. How do you protect your comics? Well, uh, when I first started, when you generally when you bought a comic book at a comic store, um, it, it was in a little plastic uh, sleeve, and it had a cardboard backing on it. But then I found out in a couple years that uh, it's not acid-free, and it can actually damage uh, the back of your book. So the uh, back of your book will be discolored. So then what I did is I started buying these things called Mylite sleeves, and it's like a flexible 2-millimeter plastic sleeve that's archival. And I bought acid-free backing boards to place in the back. And then um, that what I'd do for, I would uh, place my com mo the majority of my comics that weren't that expensive in those. So it would protect them relatively well. And then for my more expensive comics, I would also purchase a, a Mylar, which is like the Mylite bag, except it's four millimeters. So it's a little bit thicker. So now it's double protected. And most of my good comics that aren't slabbed are protected that way. And... I know there's something, uh, I know that a lot of people talk about how to um, actually store your comics and you should store them what, vertically. Um, and some of my comics are stored that way, but a lot of mine are stacked on top of each other. And a lot of people think, oh, you're damaging your comics, but my comics have not been damaged. I just put them in cardboard boxes and stack them in groups of like 20 on top of each other. And I don't have a, a problem with any of them. They all look pretty much brand new. Um, yeah, the uh, the the common the common uh, uh, complaint is when people stack is that you get spine roll, right? The the, the spine starts to roll up as the comics are stacked. Um, but I think that's more if you stack them without putting boards on them. You know, I think if you put the boards, I think you're okay, right? Well, and it also depends on how many comics. If you put like a hundred comics on there, I can I can imagine that the weight would compress the bottom books but like i said i have had no problems but i stack maybe 20 to 30 uh max and then you definitely want to i store them uh, well here's the problem you should store them in a cool place right and nothing near water and not definitely not on the floor the reason why you don't want it on the floor is because if there's a leak in your house and it gets wet your comments will be ruined pretty much forever now the difficulty is storing them in a cool dry place the difficulty in southern california is cool place unless you run your AC, you know, 24 hours a day because in summer it gets over 100, 100 degrees. So uh, I'm guilty of that one. But again, I put them in a cardboard box uh, and I've had no problems. Now, I do have some wax packs that have slightly melted. Uh, that's a whole <laughs> different episode. But as far as comic books go, that's how I store mine. Yeah, like for me, I put them in the same thing with the Mylar and the acid-free backing and pretty much now if you go to a comic book store it come with 
those things when you buy a comic book. So you don't have to buy your own unless you you want you don't like the one that they have and you can get your own your own um, set. But I store mines in the um, basketball shoes like shoebox, and I just put them on top of each other, and I, all of mine are are fine. Um, there's no discoloration or anything. I've taken them out and I've looked at them, and they look just as new, like new. Um, and I keep it in a closet in a dark place too. I don't. I think maybe sunlight ha- um, helps, or n- not having sunlight helps. Um, so keeping it in a dark place inside a shoebox, uh, make it even darker. That helps a little bit. I, I um, had um, some old magazines and newspaper that I would put next to my shoebox before, and they would turn yellow like over the years. So um, for me, just keeping it in the shoebox um, and inside the, the plastic, it, it helps. And what about you, John? Yeah. Um, so all of, all of mine are vertical, every single one. That's like... 50,000 are always vertical and I, I picked that up when I was a kid like I even when I was a kid eight nine years old when I first started collecting I was super super careful with them in a bagging board closed up flap over it standing up in a comic book box I have the long boxes um, all of them um, and that really helped because, like you said, storing them in a, in a dry, cool place, which is ideal, is just super hard to do, like, especially when you have so many. Like, you can't just keep them in your room, right? Uh, so they're in the garage. Um, but, which isn't ideal because, like you said, you know, like Patrick said, it gets really hot in Southern California. But having them in the bag and boards, uh, in the boxes, away from water, away from direct sunlight, which I think is the biggest uh, like that, that causes the damage. When the sunlight hits the comic, it'll it'll fade that thing quick. Um, and moisture, right? And, and moisture. moisture, yeah, they'll just destroy a comic. So I've always had them in the garage, um, never on the floor. I always had uh, like a step or something. I always make sure to put them up, and I would stack. You're you're only supposed to stack, I think, five five or six high. Everything after that, you'll start crushing your comics. So I always try to keep it around four. And they're fine. They're good. Um, uh, the only ones that were slightly starting to yellow were the really like the first ones I got when I was a kid. When I was really small. I didn't know what I was doing with them. But once I started bagging and boarding them, they're fine. The, and those comics are pushing 30 years old. So um, once you bag them, board them, you know, put them in a box and keep them, keep them away from sunlight and moisture, you're, you're pretty much good. Um, now, we, we talked earlier about an extra step, and that's slabbing. Um, you, know, you, can send, you can send these, these comics to a third party called CGC. Um, there's also, was it PGX? PGX yeah. CBCS, and there's one called Vault, but I don't think they exist anymore. I've never even seen a comic graded by Vault or so rare. I don't even think they do it anymore. Yeah, I haven't seen them either. Are, are the CGC, PGX, and CBCS. Yeah, and these ones, um, uh, they're, it's, it's, they put in a plastic, plastic uh, uh, case, and they're airtight. Um, I think they're supposed to be watertight, too, but don't risk it. <laughs> don't try and don't test it out. Yeah. Uh, any little thing, and it'll, it'll go through. Um, and, you know, 
it you know that that's going to protect your comics obviously as long as you don't put them in sunlight will fade because you know the light will still get to it those things are like almost indestructible um and of course we we recommend that you do that with your more uh expensive comics but uh, another big big reason to slab your comics too is that you're getting an official grade uh, these you'll send it to these guys and they'll give you a grade and so when you do want to sell it one day or trade or whatever there's a grade on it and it's 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 not subjective anymore here's the grade um, now Patrick you have a whole bunch slabbed up right yeah I do I do have a quite a few slabbed and the reason why I like it because yeah look there there are pros and cons to slabbing a book, right? Uh, you, you just named a few right there. There's a, It's impartial grading from a third party, and it protects the comic book. But here's the thing. Even though we've been reading comics for so many years, are you able to tell if a professional restored your comic? You, I, I wouldn't be able to tell. I don't know. I don't have the, the capabilities and, or the black lights to, to verify if it was done. So these com- companies actually do verify it. So if you're buying a comic, say... I don't know, Fantastic Four number one, and you buy it, you know, not in a slab, you get it back and there's pieces missing in it, there's been color touch on it, you have no idea. But if it is slabbed and it's been graded by either, you know, CGC, PGX, or CBCS, it'll tell you whether or not it's been restored or if there are pieces uh, missing. So you actually know that you're purchasing, you're, 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 you're getting the book that you actually purchased. Because I've actually purchased a Superman 30, I think I told you guys in the last episode, and I got the book. Well, first of all, I asked him multiple questions. He said, book's perfect, no problems, it's uh, VG. And then in three or four pages, there were actually pieces missing mm-hmm. out of the book. Now, had it been graded on the label that comes with mm-hmm. the slab, it would say pages four, five, and six are missing six pieces, and it's affecting the story. So now it's going to be a restored comic. That's that's a very good um, pro for uh, slabbing your comic. Um, and it also is going to relieve, because I had a lot of anxiety buying when I was first buying on eBay. It's like, oh my gosh, can I only <laughs> buy CGC books? And actually, since that happened, I've only purchased uh, slabbed books because of that experience. Now, I, I learned my lesson. People are going to lie to you yeah, on purpose. And then all they have to say is, well, I didn't know I never opened up the book. They're just lying to you. Yeah, yeah, they know. Yeah, yeah. Like when when you're on eBay and you're just looking at pictures, it's usually just the cover. You don't know what's in there. Like there could be pages missing, could be marked up inside. Um, There be there could be cutouts. Um, Yeah. So, and it's hard to tell like what what grade it should be just by looking at a picture. Um, You know, you can't see it until you purchase it. So having it um in the you know in the in the case um and and having a grade that really helps a lot that takes away all those all those doubts and you know disagreements from the buyer and the seller yeah we'll see and th- that that's a good point that you bring up disagreement so say for instance i want to sell you my whatever book my superman number 100 right it's not slabbed and john you want it and i'm like dude this is like a 9.2 on a scale of 0 to 10 and then you look at the book and you're like, no way, dude. This is like a six. I want 9.2 money, but you only want to pay 6.0 money, right? Yeah, and that so, could be like hundreds of dollars difference. Just based oh, on yeah. Or... 
So, so when it's graded by a professional, there's this happy medium, and you're both accepting the fact that it was graded at 8.0, so you should be paying 8.0 money for this particular comic book. So there's no ambiguity, and it's easier to sell a comic book because you can't fight over the grade. The grade is what it's graded at. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, there's going to be negotiating still because, like, even if it's you know a nine-two, you know, you you know, you're just like, I don't want to pay that much, and the guy's going to want. So there's slight negotiation, but definitely though, the grading is it's taken care of. There's you know the the value here it is done. Right, and if you're an investor, um, these slab books are a great asset to you. Why? Because say, for instance, you have a perfect book. Let's say it's a remarkable, it's a 10.0 book. It has never been touched. The corners are perfect. There are no dings, dent, nothing on it. It's perfect. But you didn't get it slabbed, right? The person that's buying it will never know unless he actually gets it sent in to one of these companies that grades it. So if it is graded like by a CGC, it'll directly translate into higher prices for the seller if you get it slabbed. That's why if you go to eBay or one of these other auction uh, sites, if it's an unslabbed book, they go for a lot less than when it's slabbed. So even if your book is a 9.8, if you sell that and somebody else is selling a slab book that's graded at 9.8, you're probably only going to get half of the money that the comic's actually worth. I've seen this multiple times. Now... As a buyer, you're taking a chance also, right? So if the guy says it's a 9.8, it may be a 9.8. But if you send it in after you buy it, it may come back as a 9.6. So there's that ambiguity again. <laughs> that sucks. It comes back. You know, you're like, oh, great. Right. Um, but there there are some cons to, um, to having a book slabbed. I mean, I can think of a few. I don't know about you guys, but you can't read the comic book. In yeah, fact, it's, yeah, you can't that's touch it. it. Smell it, flip the pages, unless you open it. But then, why did you slab it in the first place, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're they're completely just show pieces. After that, you put it on, that's it. And some people like that. Like I actually don't mind not reading uh, my my comic book. I I actually like looking at the comic books. If I wanted to know the story, I've gone online to read it, or I buy a lesser graded copy and I take a look at that. Some people may not like that's just the way I do it. I don't mind it at all. Uh, what are you guys' thoughts about that? Brian, you have a lot a bunch of slab books too, right? Yeah, I have a few. Like I, I like them for the cover, you know, other than like something uh, like a major event that happens in the story. But um, usually I just, to me, they're like art pieces, right? Like that's protected and, um, you know, has a cool cover. So um, I don't care about the story so much because I know I can just get online either through like Marvel or DC's like online um, comic book uh, like database or whatever, you know, or Comixology where they have all the comics on there. You can just look at it if you really want. Or you can even go to the comic book store and buy stories, you know, that are all put into one giant book. Um, I don't know what the right term for that is, but John, maybe, you know. Uh, like, the trades. The, the trade, trade, yeah. yeah. Or you can put volumes of them in, into one giant book to read. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm more of a collector more, more than like more than being interested in the story, even though I, I, if I do want to read the story, then I'll, I'll find other ways to read it. And what about you, John? Your 50,000 comic books all slab. You never got to read them. 
<laughs> See, I, uh, coming from the, I'm coming from the other way where I, I read everything. So I actually don't have very many slabbed. Uh, I read them, you know, I, I, I buy them, I read them, and I put them away. And then there's times where I want to go back and reread them, so I just go and get them. Uh, I do have some that are valuable, but I just never slabbed them. Just because I just have no intention of selling them. Uh, maybe eventually I will, and I'll have to get them slabbed. But, uh, you know, just being, being a reader uh, just kind of just kept me away from, from, from doing that. Uh, now, if I did want to go back and buy, let's say, I don't know, you know, Hulk number one, just for, you know, let's just say I win the lottery or something. Uh, for sure, I'm buying a slabbed one. <laughs> I am not reading that yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. Now, what you know, one one of the other problems is um, sometimes the grading's inconsistent, right? Brian, didn't you buy buy one that was graded? What What did you have? Was Amazing Spider Man, right? Yeah, it was a uh, Amazing Spider Man three hundred, and it was graded a nine four, um, and they had the note that it was um, white to off white, and you were making fun of me when I got it because like it looked kind of yellowish, right? Like on yeah. the cover and stuff. So. Um, and yeah, they the, corner, the, the corners weren't perfect either, right? Um, yeah, it wasn't perfect, but you know, and I got another one that was also a nine four, and they look completely different, but they have the same score. Yeah. So that's what I don't like about it is the the, the grading sometimes is inconsistent, which is understandable, right? People are just human, right? It depends if they had a good day, if they're pressed that they have to do to grade too many in a day. Um. So some could yeah. just be some could just be you know naturally more lenient on their grading. Yeah, that that definitely could be um, too. And remember also that once you get the book slabbed, it doesn't necessarily mean that the book that you're buying from the guy that got it slabbed is the same quality. Because what if that guy put it in the sun and now the cover is faded to like eighty percent? It's not the same quality, right? You still have to take take care of them. It, it, it's it's not like just because you put it in this protector that you can dip it in water and then um, put it in the sun, let it dry, and, and not take care of it at all. I still take care of my slap comics. Don't you, Brian? Yeah, I, I still put them, like what we said earlier, keep it in the dark place, in the shoebox, um, away from the ground and all that stuff. So, yeah, I, I still keep them protected, avoiding daylight. Um, yeah. Well, I don't know how often you look at your slab comics, but I look at mine quite frequently. And I actually have Mylar sleeves uh, for my um, slab comics. Okay. Yes, you know why? So it doesn't. So I don't damage the uh, the actual slab. You right. can scratch it. You can right. still scratch it, right? Or get dirt on it or whatever. I mean, you shouldn't because you want to be careful with it. But just in case, I still put it in a Mylar sleeve. So that's another dollar per comic that I spend on those. I know I'm just crazy like that. <laughs> Um, but you can you can get comics re-slabbed, right? If you think like something like that happened, you can send it back. So, um, so I, I've uh, I've had some comics at my mom's house. I had uh, remember the Superman thirty that I I bought that was unslabbed. I ended up buying uh, two more that were slabbed, two five and I kept one of them at my at my mom's house with a bunch of other comics. And um, at the time. Uh, surrounding my mom's house, there was a fire. Nothing actually happened, but she called me and she said, well, there's a fire and we're being evacuated. Is there anything that I need to get out? And I'm like, 
I just want you to take out that Superman number 30 and um, take it with you, put it in your you know car to your friend's house, and then when you can go back home, just leave it there, and then I'll just take it and take it to my house later. And so an hour later, my mom calls me, and she's all, hey, uh, I dropped your comic on the floor, and the whole bottom's cracked. Uh, what i asked you to do one thing and she's all well i was holding my cat and then you know it slipped i'm like okay whatever so anyway i get over there and i look at it and yeah the whole bottom corner is cracked nothing happened to the comic though nothing it was just the slab was cracked and i sent it back to cgc and they gave it back perfectly didn't change the grade nothing and i i at the time i think it was like 15 dollars to get it re-slabbed so it's in a brand new case so it's perfect so it worked. Had it, had it not been slabbed and you dropped it, the corners would have been totally messed up. <laughs> For sure. You know? Um, you know, uh, another con that I think with um, slabbing comics is it makes, you know, common worthless books really expensive and just for collectors, not investors. So it basically means that it's going to be more expensive to collect. So a comic that's in the Overstreet price guide for like $10 well, this is a 9.8, so buy it, pay $300 for it, right? So a comic that's worthless, all of a sudden it's worth a lot of money because it's a 9.8. But in all actuality, that comic is really worthless. That's what I don't like about it. Well, it goes back to, you know, what we talked about in the other episode on what to look out for, right? Just yeah. just because it's in a case doesn't mean it's valuable. Right, right. Okay. Um, and I think that's, a that's pretty much about it. So yeah, and, I, and, I think, oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say that, um, you know, we'll get a little bit more in depth, uh, between, uh, uh, CGC, PGX and the differences between the two. Uh, and then we'll do that in another, in another, uh, episode. We just, we don't want to confuse you guys, uh, dropping all this information at once. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. I, I just wanted to add one last thing. My, my personal belief with collecting comics is, is if you're just purely interested in protecting your comics, uh, a mylite with an acid-free backer and a mylar sleeve is, is is just fine. Like John was saying, he's been collecting for like what, how many, almost thirty years. Yeah. And you have no problem because once you, if you if you were to slab fifty thousand comics, times like thirty or forty bucks. <laughs> yeah, it's not actually, happening. Who's got that kind of money? Really. <laughs> Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. And I, I do have my, I do have my, uh, more valuable ones. I set them aside in their own box, long boxes. Mm -hmm. And I have those. So eventually down the road, if I do want to get them slapped, I, I can easily access them. Just go grab, you know, go grab them and, uh, I could get, you know, whichever ones I want to slab, you know, um, for now. So, uh, but they're all, yeah, they're all good. They're all protected. They're all, you know, you know, pretty, you know, really, really good condition. They're all, they're all in the nines, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's good. Most of mine are too. The ones that I bought when I was young, most of them are nines and above, nine twos and above. So, yeah, that's that's perfectly fine to uh, protect it the way we're telling you to. Now, now, one, um, do, do you remember uh, uh, Wizard Magazine? Yeah. Yeah, they're, you know they're, they're, that was the comic, uh, the monthly news, you know, news comic, which we don't need anymore because of the internet. See now those I held on to, and I didn't put them up on a on a step like I did my comics. And one day it rained really hard, water got in, and they ruined all those magazines. 
man. Yeah, so it it, it can happen. Now, I, I wasn't devastated. Like, they're just a magazine. It's nothing crazy. But they did have cool articles in there and cool artwork that I would go back to. Um, or sometimes it was cool to see, like, hey, what was, you know, what was hot in, in you know, 20 years ago in, in the year 2000. I go and look. Oh, you know, ultimate, you know, the ultimate comics. And it's just, it was just fun, to, you know, nostalgia trip. So, you know, when, you know, when they got destroyed, I was like, ah, eh, whatever. And I just threw them out. Uh, but th- that's just a, you know, just an example that, yeah, you, you, you want them off the ground. That's something can happen. Yeah. Some good advice there. But, uh, yeah, I think we covered everything we wanted to about protecting your comics. Um, you know, make sure you bag and board them and, you know, uh, was it dry, cool place? Hopefully yes. out of the sun and keep them a little elevated, just in case for water damage. Yep, dry, um, cool, and dark. Yeah. Now um, I think, and I think that's it. Um, is there anything else you guys want to squeeze in there real quick before um, we we skip off to the next episode? Nope, I'm good. All right, guys. I'll we'll come back next time. We'll get into the the different grading companies, um, CGX or uh, CGC, PD, and PGX, and then, you know, the pros and cons of going uh, into those. But until then, uh, we'll see you guys uh, next time. All right.